You could tell a man about a distance travel. I'm a seeker of knowledge. I'm always, I'm a nerd. I always want to learn. And whenever you stop learning, you stop growing. And when you stop growing, you die. What up, what up, guys? It's your boy, Alu. Yo, it's your boy, Ron. And what are Amateur Builders? Welcome back to Amateur Builders, guys. Um, today is going to be the finale of the Mindset series. So the last two episodes, we've just been talking about, like, cultivating your mindset, how to get into that creativity as an entrepreneur, as a builder. And I think just today is going to be like the last sort of episode that we wanted to dedicate to that because we want to move on to other things that you need as a builder, as an entrepreneur. And what else you have to say, Ron? No, yeah, just as like you're saying, just because mindset is not that much of a, there's a lot to say. Like if you really want to know, I think, and you want to dive deep into it, then so be it if that's like your business, like you want to do some type of product or idea on psychology, then by all means. But like, it's not, I feel like if we keep talking about it, it's going to be repetitive. So, you know, it's best to like keep it short. Yeah, definitely agreed. Um, Actually, let's talk about you, Ron, first. He was like, you just had a surgery, right? So you sound a little bit yeah. stuffy. Yeah, my fault. It's like... Oh, that's- coming off stuffy and shit because uh i had surgery yesterday and um uh, some shit called septoplasty so it's basically like uh um i had like a deviated septum so uh when you have a deviated septum it's like you kind of it's kind of hard to breathe like people who snore sometimes have deviated septums because like they're laying on their back not to bore y'all but it's like you lay on it's really uncomfortable you laying on your back and you can't really sleep as much. You'll fall asleep eventually, but it's like it's annoying. Like it's an annoying feeling. It's tightness in the throat and yeah. shit. I had to like get surgery for that shit. It was it was it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> or so but, um, when, so this is like I'm always fascinated about like surgery, right? Because it's like when they put <laughs> when they put you through like anesthesia, to like. How do you, do you fall asleep? Like, do you, are you conscious when you fall asleep or you just like, yeah, this yeah. happens randomly? No, nah, I remember we were talking like privately, but yeah, like honestly, bro, it's like they said, it's like you really went, like the doctor, the anesthetic came in, he said, you're not going to know what happened. Like, he said really? like, yeah, you're not going to know what Like you, like there's some people who don't know literally what happened. They think that they woke up and like, they're just, back where they was but it's some people who can remember like you know if you have like a strong mind yeah you'll remember shit yeah. but you're not gonna remember the operating room like, you're not gonna remember them like unless that shit was weak and you wake up that must be horrible and you see yourself being working yeah. and i'll probably freak out but nigga like so i i went in there the fucking the whole operating room is cold as shit and uh i went in the room and then um they gave, they put like pads and show me. I ain't gonna lie, that shit was mad cozy. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I already knew that. I was like, yeah, they gonna knock me out in this bitch. <laughs> and then um, yeah. <laughs> they put they put like I had um I don't know what the fuck they call it, but it's like uh something in your vein, and that's what really knock you out really because it's like medicine they put to like basically blank you out. And then they put the gas mask on you. So they put the they put the gas mask on me and I felt the thing go in, like in my vein and shit. And then I was just like yeah. I was out cold, bro. I swear to you. When they say like you wake up and you don't know what the hell happened, or you just wake up and you're like, wait, what the fuck? 
Like that's how it felt, bro. I, I could have been two yeah. hours. I was in there. I woke up. I felt like. I felt how like, long was oh, the man. surgery? I think, I think it was like an hour, bro. But like that shit felt like one minute when they did that shit. Really? Like, I swear to God, bro. I just woke up. I looked over to my left, my right, and my mom was there. I was like, well, I just felt something on my nose. That's how I kind of knew that like, I came out the surgery. So I was like, wait, I just had surgery? And there was like, yeah, the nurse yeah. was like, yeah, we just came back and shit. I was like, Man, this shit is crazy. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm one of those people. I have to go through that to actually believe it because I'm just like, I don't know if I could just allow my mind to just fall asleep. Bro. I'm telling you, bro. You don't fall asleep. I was thinking, I was, a ner- I was nervous because I was like, that. I don't know if I want to do surgery and I'm sleeping, but I'm telling you, bro, you could knock out with that. I mean, shit. hopefully I never have to go through that. But yeah, anyways, let's get back into, let's get back to topic. <laughs> so for today's episode, we're just going to basically pick and choose one person that we identify as someone who has a great mindset. And we're basically just going to uh, talk about the takeaways that we got from that person. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna let Ron go first. Um, so my person I chose was uh Fifty Cent because when you look at some of his interviews and shit, yeah, Fifty Cent. Um, uh, I just like I don't know. I like something about him. Like he's very like aggressive and like not like in the interviews and shit. He's professional when he needs to be. But I like the fact that um he does. He did mad shit. Like he, he came out of the hood and he just was on some business shit. He really was at first his music, his music, but then eventually he turned into a businessman. Like for me, I think most artists I like are people who are business oriented. So Jay Z, Nas, uh, who else? Like Drake, like niggas. That's like really at the echelon. Like they be on music. That's why I like. That's that's kind of cool to me. So I just like him because of that. Like I like him because he came in there. He's he was aggressive. He really said some great things during interviews. He was like, "Yeah, people are not gonna." Now let me um, look at my the notes real quick. He was just like, "Focus on yourself. Um, believe in yourself, because it's gonna be times when people take your confidence for arrogance. Like people don't want like you to be confident. They don't want you to be confident about your goal. Like." Like, I don't know if you ever seen like the interview with Michael B. Jordan and um this girl that used to go to his high school. Oh yeah, I seen that. That you was crazy. That? And she was salty as yeah. shit. And then this nigga, I could tell he was like that. He was like he believed in himself always because she even said, "Yo, he used to always walk around with like this his headshot and talking about himself and shit." It's like that's wow. like that's a nigga that's gonna make it because you know, and if it's like you just. It's not like you're just talking shit. It's like you actually, let's say you're, you're an artist, right? You go into the studio every day, working on your craft, building. Like, that's the recipe for, like, improvement. Like, you're going to be successful somewhere in the music industry if you're not an artist or some type of business you might eventually own. Like, that's just cultivating good yeah. habits and behavior. So that really yeah. spoke to me, you know? And um, what else? Well, what else did he said, like, value sees value. So he basically said an analogy, like a story where if he pulls up to a red light and then he look over and he sees some nigga in the hoopty, right? 
and he's like, and the nigga in the hoopty telling him to roll his window down. He's not gonna roll his window down, like the fuck. But if he pulled up to the uh, red light <laughs> and he's in his like his Bentley Mousseline, like you know, he got a nice car, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the nigga open yeah. on the on the right, he got a Ferrari, and he telling him like, "Yo, roll your window down." The nigga gonna roll his window down because he's like. This nigga got a Bentley, like, he gotta be, you know, he's about to t- tell me something, like, you know? So it's yeah. like, you, when you see some people, like, showboating, quote-unquote, like, it's not necessarily, like, let's say I'm getting a Bentley, right, or, like, a, a Rolls Royce. People gonna take me more seriously, is what he's basically saying, like, sometimes those, like, symbols of, so he's like, basically luxury, saying, like, perception matters. Yeah, that's what he said after. He's like, perception matters. Like, when you portray that, when you portray that confidence, going back to what he said, like, it's just like, people going to believe in you. Like, it's going to rub off from people. Yeah. There's, just, there's some truth to that. Um, I definitely yeah. think, like, especially in the era that we live in, everything is very a face value. People just look at what you have on or what you have. And then based yeah. off of that, they judge you off of that. So, there's definitely some truth to that. Yeah, yeah man. Sure. What about you, bro? What else did you get from there? Um, what else did you get from there? Was... Um, for the most part, just I took those two like nuggets away. Um, and then he said some other stuff, but it's like for the most part, I took those two like focus on yourself, um, believe in yourself, and then the last one was like value sees value. Okay. Um, I'm a my person. The person that I chose is a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say as famous as Fifty Cent, but I think it's pretty significant inside of like the black culture. I would say. Um, his name is Nineteen Keys. Um, some will consider him like a thought leader or the people's champ, but overall, I just see him as somebody who's been able to hack their their mind to be able to achieve anything that they want to achieve. So mm-hmm. some of the things that I took away from him is like having a system. Like he's been able to literally be able to understand the human psyche and be able to understand how to take himself and separate himself from everybody else. So understanding how to understand who you are and then yeah. amplify who you are to become the best version of yourself. So those things that I've seen and those things I've studied from him was very essential to who I've become. Um, Like one of the quotes that I took from him was like, the greatest joy a man can have is taking the production of his thoughts and imprinting that into reality. So basically just being able to take something out of your mind and then executing that and actually bringing that into the physical realm, meaning like into production and actually having, you know, an idea come into execution. So that was one of the biggest thing I took away from him is like having that mindset, like, you know, being able to have an idea, understand what the idea is, and then, you know, iterate from just having an idea phase into becoming something of, you know, substance, something of substance where it can actually bring value to others. So, you know, those, those key points was very important, at least when I was like studying people and identifying like like-minded people at the time, especially when I didn't really have any sort of knowledge about a lot of things that I know now. He was very essential, and 
I think a lot of people should actually go and just study him and go back to like, so yeah, he has a podcast called um, High Level Conversations. And I think oh. rather than just listen to the new things that he has, go back to like the older podcast and just listen to the things that he was talking about. Because back then he was very much, um, you know, you when you were in that beginner phase, you were very much um, wanting to give out, give out a lot more information. I'm not saying that he's not giving out as much information because he, he still is, but the information that he's giving out is much more directed to a certain set of people. And I think back then he was giving a lot more general information so you can like pick and choose what you want to learn. And yeah. I just think he was somebody that was very influential to my life. And I think that it's somebody that a lot of people should study. And I think it's a lot of people, if a lot of people took um, some of the advice that he, he gives, it's going to definitely elevate you to a different stage in your life. Um, so about like, where did he come from? He ever spoke about his origins and like why he, uh, you know, came up with so, 19 kids yeah. or learned. So he grew up um, in Oakland. Um, he grew up in, in the Nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, the 19 Keys, I think he said that, uh, I forgot exactly the reason behind why he called himself 19 Keys, but there's definitely, there's like a dope meaning behind it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've never heard about him before. Like, uh, besides, like, I told you about him. No, but I see his podcast on like the feed and um mm-hmm. the name sound cool but i never like what i never went to the to listen to it i was just like shit looks like you know the thumbnail and shit look cool <laughs> yeah right and like even his podcast right now he brings on a bunch of like very influential people that's not in the mainstream and even like remember i was telling you about that um that podcast that episode i was listening to last time where he was um interviewing um, the Prince of Africa. Yeah. And our podcast was, it was fire. They was dropping some gems in there. So it was like, people like that, I think a lot of times you need to identify people who are not necessarily in the mainstream realm. Because a lot of times when people are in the mainstream realm, they tend to like censor themselves, be able to, you know, exist in that, in that space. Yeah. So he's not necessarily like super mainstream, but at the same time, he has access to people in the mainstream. So he's still is able to be himself and still be able to give out a lot of great knowledge to people, you know? Yeah, because I think he gave a, he had some, he had like a speech at, um, those guys were being there. I think he had a speech at their event and shit. I didn't see it though, but. In Fest Fest, yeah. In Fest Fest, yeah. He spoke there. Yeah. Uh, he, and he do like private, like conversation, like bookings, right? And stuff. I think he used to do that. I don't know if he had the time. Like, he's oh, popping right now, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he's popping off right now. But Okay. So, if you have to, like, like culminate, like, this mindset series, what are some, like, things you can give the audience? It's like, just take these top fives or something like that, and, like, I think you could build a great mindset. I think we talked about it in, like, episode one. Um, I think... Some of the things that I said was creating a system. So regardless of what that system might be, it needs to you need to be able to stay consistent and disciplined to adhere to that system. Um, mm-hmm. Second thing for me was, you know, not being afraid 
to test things out and not being afraid to to fail. I think a lot of times a lot of us are afraid to fail. I think you need to be able to accept failure and failure is going to happen regardless if you want to or not. If you look at most people who are successful, they failed in life many times over and over. But the perseverance and the consistency was the reason why they became successful. Um, The third thing that I said was, oh, I think the third thing is like, exposure like being able to expose yourself to different things in life so don't limit yourself to just having one specific thing that you're comfortable with being able to be uncomfortable in a lot of different situations allow you to grow faster i think that just being able to you know expose yourself to new information allows your brain and your mind to expand a lot more so definitely being you know curious like having curiosity like being uh, being a learner, being a learner of life, I think mm-hmm. that's very important. Um, another thing is networking. Um, I think I talked about this on the first episode. Is like the most. I remember we talked to like a VC, and I always this is like the biggest takeaway that I have from that. And the VC told us that the biggest reason a lot of people are not successful is one, they don't have the information, or they don't have the access. So the access part is very essential to anybody become successful. So I think networking, just being able to go out there, meeting people, not being afraid to, you know, introduce yourself to people. Just, you don't know who you you might be able to meet. Like the person that you might meet might be a person that you need to know for a place that you want to get to. So like networking is very essential and it's very important. It's literally the key to becoming successful at anything that you want to do in life. Um, What's that? That's four? I think I got one more. Uh, and I think this was like what Bob said. I think when we was like recording, Bob was like, this is not even like my own thing, but resilience. He said like resilience, like, you know, I think that just like bouncing back is like, sometimes you might be at the lowest of lows, but you know, just being resilient, like just being able to be like, nah, and having that like confidence in yourself, like, yeah, I could do this, you know, just bouncing back, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's very important. That's my five things. I'm just right. throw the ball to right, you. Yeah. So, um, one, my first one is uh, to take ownership or um, extreme ownership. That was by uh, mm-hmm. Jocko Willings. Uh, he's like a Navy SEAL, ex-Navy SEAL, I believe. And uh, yeah. when when he say take ownership, like extreme ownership, that means like everything that happens to you is your fault. Like you can't just be like, oh, I got sick, like. I got COVID. Well, it was your fault. You know? Oh, I, I broke my leg. It's your fault. Like, take ownership of everything <laughs> that happens to it's you. It's crazy. Because... Like, but I feel it, Think yeah, about it. Crazy, yeah, think about it. it for a second. Like, you're just taking responsibility. Like, it's not like... I don't know. Like, let's say God came. Like, Allah came. And, like, it's out of your hand. You, you can't really say that's ownership. Like, I didn't make that happen. But it's just like he's saying take ownership of what happens to you because that makes your life better. Like it makes your life, it makes you feel in control, not like some type of external factors like driving your life. Like you can't just go out into the world and just feel like the victim always. Like you got to go out there like 50 cent be aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I own this shit. Like I, I come in here, I'm going to run this shit. Like you got to be cocky sometimes. And niggas going to like want to you know, like hit you and like put you down. But you got to take ownership of that and be that, arrogant person yeah. or be that confident person and know what come with that at least 
Second is um. Mm-hmm. Second would be. I think, like, like you said too. I'll take one of yours because it, it's literally like I have the same one. It's just like be open to new experiences and like be able to like yeah, that's learn like learn different stuff, like learn different domains. Like, it doesn't have to be business because those things do help. Like, if you learn like I don't know philosophy or art or like some type of biology it kind of takes away from the things that you truly do want to specialize in like so if you want to be an entrepreneur and build like consumer tech you don't necessarily have to just learn consumer tech like you can learn like biology you can learn how plants work and just reading like being an avid reader it's literally funny you say because like there's something called biomimicry where like Uh a lot of times a lot of like great things that we built comes from like just observing nature so like even those kind of like basic concepts like a lot of times people wouldn't even think about that like looking at like how a bird flies and take off like the airplane literally like imitates that kind of concept so it's like it's just like you saying like just being able to expose yourself to different things allow you to like look at things in a very different perspective you know what i mean yeah nah definitely that's why that's why it's like my second my second uh takeaway honestly um and my third one let me see i haven't written it down so let me just go off the head though i think my third one would be like adaptability it's like being able to adapt to your environment so if i go into a room of like professionals right like businessmen and stuff like that uh and you want to impress them or so, but more than likely you should just adapt to like their language, how they speak. And because you'll be able to be malleable, like you can learn from them, you can learn from their mannerisms and that shapes you and be, make you become a better person. It's just like, if you go into the fuck, if you go into jail, you won't have to adapt to that culture, like that environment because it's, it's a different culture. In there, so being able to adapt and not be scared. I would agree to a certain extent. I think you should be able to adapt to your environment, but I don't think you should allow your environment to necessarily change who you are. You get what I mean? Yeah. You should be able to adapt to it, but at the same time, I mean, if you're saying that you need to, like, become, like, other people. No, no, no. But not change you. It's just, like, because you're going to be changed, like, you have to change. You can't just stay the same person your whole life. You have to learn how to be different. And that doesn't mean who you are to your core is not who you're going to be when you go into these new environments. It's just that you're bringing a, you're going to bring a new perspective, but you need to like learn how to go in there and have people trust because you can't go in there and start giving orders like, yo, you do this. Yo, you do that. Like you got to earn their trust first and then you could be that person like you could bring that kind of creativity that you always had to your core and like yeah. you could be like a change maker in there now because now they trust you now you like it's like you going into like i said jail bro like you can't go in there and be like fucking soft and shit like oh no i'm gonna be the peacemaker here no you're not so <laughs> if you want to be somebody bitch 
So you gotta be like, gotta be tough. And like, it's like, you can still be yourself. Like, it's going to still be you there. But it's just like, you know, uh, for, yeah. let me see. Let me see. I had one for four, but I, I used it for three. Uh, I think just like, actually, I'm going to say what you said, like, so be you, like, you know, be you, like, you're, you're a unique person. So four yeah. is like, always be you. And it's literally like jumping off of like three, just like you bring something special to this world. Cause as when you was created, like you are a unique individual. So you have some type of perspective that nobody else could see. And, um, yeah, literally, yeah, like, like you just, I don't know what you're saying is like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I don't know what you're just saying. It's like, like you said, everybody has, you know, their uniqueness to themselves. And I think uh, if you're able to, you know, study who you are and understand yourself even more, I think you're able to bring something totally new that's not, you know, been found yet. So I think just like you're saying, like, explore who you are. Don't try to, like, I think a lot of times we become very, you know, especially with social media nowadays, like everybody's trying to compete with each other comparison you know i think it's like rather than like try to compare yourself it's like you know identify who you are be- become who you want to be right you know? and I'm, I'm glad you actually said that guy 19 keys it's like and that's talking about the mindset series it's just because it helps you to explore who you who you are first like because you can't really be able to adapt if you don't know who you are if you know you're someone yeah. that's ma- that's malleable, adaptable, but nothing's really going to change you to your core, then you can always be open to new experiences. Like, you know, you go into a new culture, you're going to have to, like, learn that culture and be a little different. But once you got that, so, once you got people like, trust, you know. No, I yeah, I agree. Just, Especially, like, going back to, like, just being, like, entrepreneur, like, the... <laughs> the biggest differentiator between those who are going to succeed and those who are not going to succeed as, you know, successful entrepreneurs and builders is like the mindset. And if you don't have yeah. a great mindset in this, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you have, you know, it doesn't matter if you have the greatest ideas, you have the greatest product you want to build. If you don't have the mindset to actually execute it, it doesn't matter to be honest. And All right. I think that's that's pretty much it for today's podcast. Like we've wrapped yeah. it up. To, uh, it's the mindset series is pretty much done, man. I think this could be like a great little foundational sort of like you know three part episode that you come and listen back to, you know, to just get you ready for like to just get you ready on that journey. And I think this is the yeah. things that we learn on our own personal journeys. And I think we wanted to just share that with you guys, you know. And next week we're gonna start talking about something different. But I don't got anything else. I don't know if you want to add anything else, but I think that's pretty much yeah. it. That's yeah, that's it. All right, guys. I'm going to let Ron right. go because yeah. his nose is a little stuffy. So yeah. I'm going to see you guys that's next golden. week. <laughs> yeah, peace. Peace.